Like sands through the hourglass, so are the days of our lives. Official podcast of Popeye's Chicken. Uh, I'm Aaron Weiss, your host. As always, find me on Instagram at the Weiss is Right. Also, find me on Twitter. Uh, joined by my good friend Jalen. I'm back, baby. He's back for a second week in a row. I'm back. You can still find me on Twitter and Insta at Jalen J Gardner. Don't misspell it. I believe in you. Yeah, he spelled it last episode. So if you need to figure out how to spell it, go back to the last episode and listen to where he spelled it. And then write it down so you don't forget and you don't have to ask again. Because if you have to ask again, you're boring. Yeah, I ain't getting no new followers either, so. I think I got one. That kind of hurt. But I also think it was one of those, like, robot accounts, you know what I'm talking about? Well, on Instagram, I have a lot of music accounts that follow me for some reason. I don't understand, but I never really follow them back. Yeah, I never do either. Uh, Jalen, how are you doing this week? I'm doing pretty good. I can't complain. Uh, this past weekend, I was in my second wedding in the past three weeks. Whoa. So, you know, I'm just living large. My bank account's crying a little bit, but we made it. Hey, you made it. How are you, Aaron? Dude, I'm doing great. Uh, I love being back with this setup. Um, talked about it a little last week, how we have one mic and we're just at the table, kind of just looking like we're having a conversation. Um, which is exactly what we're doing, but I, I love this setup. Um, it's been spring break for me this week, and that means I've done a lot of nothing, and I will talk about the things that I have or haven't done uh, in my in my rant section. Um, Jalen, I think right now is the time where we typically go to the Google joke, so I'm going to ask Google to tell me a joke. And hopefully it won't be a repeat. I wouldn't know. Tell me a joke. One joke coming up. What's a computer's least favorite food? Spam. Mm. <laughs> right, I've heard that one before. That one was actually pretty good, though. Um, moving on from there, we've got to get right into it today because we have a lot from around the web. Time for some news. It's impressive. What do we got first, Jalen? Uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. plays for the Braves. Just got an eight-year, $100 million contract extension. Jeez. Uh, I actually got to see him play Friday night. He had a dinger uh, in the bottom of the fourth. So I would say that they made the right decision. I, I think it's about time that the Braves locked him down because – I think he's just—he was too good to not have a contract like that. Um, and even though I claim to not like baseball, I know good players, and um, Acuna is definitely one of them. Uh, I would be shocked if, at the end of this contract, if he didn't get a contract the same level as like Mike Trout or uh, old Bryce Face. Yeah. If he keeps playing like he's playing now, he will. Yeah. It also hurts because uh, I'm 22. I turned 23 in June. And uh, he's 21. Yep. And he's got a $100 million contract extension. And I have student loan debt. So, yep. uh, 
Lord, you could have blessed me with some type of ability, but I, I trust in your plan. <laughs> hey, who knows? Maybe this podcast will take off, you know? Yeah. We might be getting a sponsor here. Uh, I'll talk about more about that later, possibly. Um, we actually have a hookup through uh, Jacob's sister, mm. and uh, she might be looking to sponsor us, so that's that's pretty fun. Um, it's pretty neat. Yeah, so moving on to our next article... Kind of need to run through these pretty quick because there's a lot of them. Some of them we'll talk about more in depth, but Acuna Jr., really, all you can say is eight years, $100 million. Throw us a bone, maybe give us half a million each. Yeah. We'll split a million. Hey. I'm not above that. I agree. I you agree at all. Uh, yeah, just throw us a bone. Uh, info at Weiss, no, feedback at Weisscast.com. I always forget the, the name of the freaking, I, I made it. You I made it. it. Um, <laughs> next pot, the next one is. Amazon is actually coming out with, quote, rivals, unquote, to AirPods. Mm. And the reason I put it in quotes is because just because they want it to be rivals doesn't mean it will. Um, There are a lot of true wireless earbuds out there, and none of them come close to the consistency or quality of AirPods, I can say that humbly as an Android guy, that AirPods are the best true wireless out there. Um, I I have some hopes for Galaxy Buds. I, I want to try them, but I'll wait till like Black Friday when they're on sale for like eighty or ninety bucks. Um, what do you, what do you think about these competitors? I'm biased. Yeah. If you listen last week, you know I'm an Apple guy, uh, and I think this is a smart business move. Marketing move, I should say, for Amazon to say we're going to rival AirPods. But uh, the truth of the matter is, uh, AirPods is, is here to stay. Yeah. There's like literally a whole Snapchat channel about AirPods. You've never seen that about any other headphone or accessory. Uh, so for Amazon to say that they're going to come rival Apple when there's so many other products out there, it's kind of silly. But yeah. It's a good try. I I just don't see how they could rival. They might be able to rival in build quality and sound, but no way that they're going to rival in ease of use because the number one thing about AirPods Numero uno. is the fact that you can you, you hook it up to your iPhone and then because it's your iPhone is synced with your other Apple devices, it's already hooked up. To already. So I can switch from my phone to my iPad in like two seconds. And that yep. was AirPods 2. They made it even faster. Yes. My God. And that that's why I don't think anyone's ever going to truly be a competitor until um, they can find something to do that. Like, I, I'm so fragmented with my ecosystem. I have an Android phone. I have a Windows computer. But I carry an iPad. So, like, I, I'm one of those rare weirdos that has all of the systems pretty much but i actually really like having that uh diversity in my life but sometimes having fragmented stuff like that it kind of sucks that i can't use airpods across all my stuff without you know having to reconnect every time yeah i don't have that problem i I have uh i'm apple through and through so i can go from my phone to my iPad, to my computer, to my Apple TV. I mean... Do they hook up to the Apple TV? Yes, they do. That's kind of cool. I can watch TV and use my AirPods to listen. It's beautiful. Man, if you were married, 
That would be awesome. Yeah, I've yelled it already. My girlfriend, Katie, she's great. Uh, but sometimes she wants to take a nap. I don't watch TV. Pop in my AirPods, I can watch TV, and everyone's happy. Everyone's happy. I love you, Katie. If you're, <laughs> if you're listening, hey, Katie. <laughs> um, moving on to the next article. So, Snapchat is actually launching a Mario Party-style multiplayer games platform. And I don't know exactly how this is going to work. I know that uh, the other day, Snapchat actually came out with a huge overhaul for Android. So, uh, it should, in theory, run as good or as well as it does on iPhone. Um, I have a pretty beast of a phone, so like I never really noticed that much that... Android or that Android Snapchat kind of sucked, but oh, uh, knew. <laughs> apparently people before were like, "Oh man, it sucks." But actually, I, I think this new overhaul did a good job. Uh, I think you have the article pulled up. I well, do. What's it looking like? Is it so you played Mario Party before, right? Yes, I have. I think maybe. Um, it was pretty cool. It's actually pretty interesting that Snapchat would go in this direction, but it makes sense with gaming being such a big part of American culture, or well, probably <coughs> global culture. Yeah. Um, they have, as I've taken part of, started releasing like episodes of different things. So there's like a little mini series called like Second Chance. It's like people like cheat on their girlfriend or boyfriend, but they've been like going there for ask for their second chance. So they've like drove into that world. So for them to go into the gaming world is pretty cool. Um, I think it makes sense because in my mind, its most direct competitor is Game Pigeon on iMessage. Mm. And with the new overhaul on Android, that means that it'll run better on Android and we'll be able to play a game. Like, I could play a game with you right now on Snapchat if I wanted because... I have an Android phone and don't have Game Pigeon. And it's true. I mean, iMessage and Game Pigeon, the two things that I would want, but I, I can't have because I have an Android. Yeah. I mean, you can fix that. You know what I'm saying? Maybe next phone. Who knows? Talk to me sometime next year around around this time because this is usually when I upgrade my phone. Hmm. Uh, moving on to the next article. Uh, Mario Odyssey and Breath of the Wild will support Labo VR. I talked about VR a little bit last week, um, or maybe it was a couple weeks ago, and I was really excited. I think it makes a lot of sense for the Switch. And now that its two biggest uh, games are getting uh, VR support, I think that I will invest, especially if the price is right. I would love to play either one of these games in VR. Um Jalen, I'm not sure how much you've played the Switch. Um, Very minimally. My little brother has one. I keep trying to finesse him out of his, but it's not happening yet. But uh, Breath of the Wild and Mario Odyssey are both great games. I, I thoroughly enjoy both of them, and I just can't even imagine running around in Breath of the Wild in VR just, like, swinging my sword. I'll probably look like a dummy. Just swinging my sword in my apartment. My roommate come home. Like, what are you doing? It's just like, oh, you know, going through Hyrule. I will say, <clears throat> watching v, like people play like VR games mm-hmm. is some of the funniest stuff in the world. Especially like when it's. I remember this guy. Uh, 
he was boxing. He had on the goggles, but you can also see it on the TV. Mm-hmm. And he starts swinging, and he just gets closer and closer to the TV and, like, just destroys the TV. But it was pretty funny. That sucks, because if, if I did that, knowing that I can't afford a new TV right now, I would probably cry. Yeah, just a little bit. And my TV's not even that nice. It's just it's what I, you got. the fact that I can't afford another TV. I have um, to wait to Black Friday. Yeah, I have to wait to Black Friday. Um, moving on to the next article... Keith Reeser, who I actually didn't know, but he is the first AAF player uh, to land in the NFL after the shutdown. And I think that's great. Um, There's actually been a lot more since I posted this article. Um, I don't know exactly how many more, but I think it's great that a lot of AAF players are finding a home in the NFL after um, the AAF was poorly managed and shut down, but also the NFL kind of finessed them out of the way like yeah just like this is our town yeah this country ain't big enough for the two of us i'm dirty dan (laughs) but yeah i don't know who you are keith reeser but congrats on getting signed to the chiefs um hopefully you do well uh it'd be really cool if the chiefs won a super bowl this year i think that they are very capable of doing so but who knows too bad my pittsburgh Steelers are gonna win it yeah right (laughs) road to seven baby I don't know, man. Juju Smith-Schuster and uh, and Mr. Antonio Brown need to settle their Twitter feud first. No, I'm so done with Antonio Brown. He is. I lost a lot of respect for him He's this past punk, week. He's a man. He really is. A lot is. of respect. What's next? Netflix confirms it killed AirPlay support. Won't let you beam shows to Apple TVs anymore. I want to know what you personally think about this. Uh, since I have an Apple TV... It doesn't bother me that much because I can just watch Netflix mm-hmm. on my TV, but it is really annoying when I can't airplay stuff from my iPad or my phone to my Apple TV just because of some stupid legal reasons. Um, I just don't understand the point of them not allowing it because it doesn't seem like it would hurt Netflix at all. Um, and it would probably bring more business allowing people to do that. So I don't really understand why they would do it. So I I was reading the article the other day, and the the reasoning is interesting. Um, apparently, with the new AirPlay two standard that they're pushing to a, a number of different TVs, um, it it like shows up as something weird for Netflix, and I don't remember exactly what it is, but it's like oh, it just shows up as AirPlay, so it's not like the actual device. So, like, say I had a Sony TV, it would just show up as uh, AirPlay mm-hmm. instead of, like, Apple TV or whatever. Because, um, like, with my Chromecast, like, I named it Wisecast TV. Hey, Wisecast TV. Um, <laughs> I actually named it before I named the podcast. That's another story. But, um, anyways, they, I, part of the reason was, like, it just can't distinguish... Um, what uh, TV or system it is on. So say I had a Sony TV in my living room, big, nice Sony TV with AirPlay. But then in my bedroom, I had a smaller TV with an Apple TV hooked up to it. So um, I wanted to AirPlay Netflix. I, I, it would only show up once. It wouldn't show up living room or bedroom. Interesting. Whatever. So... Instead of recoding Netflix, which probably would have taken a lot of money and time, 
Netflix just decided to pull support, which you're right. I don't think it's a huge deal because most TVs have Netflix apps. Yeah. Apple TV has the Netflix app. Yeah. Um, really, casting is cool, but I only really use casting for YouTube. Yep. Um, because even though they're a YouTube app, <laughs> well, no, it's just so. But much, I do the same thing. It's yeah. so much easier to search on your phone than it is to go. Yeah. Click a couple different things. Um, but also, I don't know if do you. You don't have a HomePod, but have you used a HomePod? I have not, but they're dropping the price a little bit. And yeah. It's become a little bit more so interesting. So, with, um, with my Google Home, I can cast Netflix to my TV with my voice, and I love it. Hmm. So, like, I don't know how lazy I am, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm too lazy to pick up my phone and say, uh, find the TV, scroll through episode I'll just say Google cast to Weisscast TV and it's beautiful I love it so much can't blame you I'm sorry I'm getting quieter folks I that was a very little intimate moment with me and Google for a second <laughs> I was like do I need to leave y'all no yeah me, me and Google are having a having a little love affair right now moving on to the next article sorry I was quiet that was my fault um, I just, I, I get really soothed when talking about my Google Home, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> um, Tommy Tuberville, might know him as the head coach at Auburn, uh, he was there for like 10 years, um, he is running for the U.S. Senate seat in Alabama. Um, Interesting. I don't like this move, um, I don't like it when... People like change career paths. Like, I think he should just stay a coach, or at the least be an analyst. I think he should stay in the sports world. Um, I don't know exactly his background, but I doubt that it's political. Um, I don't think. I don't know. I just don't think he's qualified. Um, and what we need in this world is qualified leaders I don't I don't know what you think um I don't mind him kind of switching it up uh it just seems like in recent American political history <laughs> that it seems to be the new wave to kind of just jump from one career path to another to the political world and I think there are some benefits of that because you kind of lose some of the like the unwritten rules and you maybe think like this is just how it should be without all the political mm-hmm. nonsense. Um, so it could be good, but at the same time, I do understand some things are the way they are for a reason. And someone who doesn't have that experience and knowledge can often overlook that and make mm-hmm. some big mistakes. And I will say that he... he Definitely has leadership qualities. I mean, he was a head coach forever. Um, and, 13 and 0 and 04. And I think at least having those kind of leadership qualities um, is good, but I don't know if having a former head football coach um, being on the Senate is a good idea or not. Uh, it's whatever, though. Like, it's going to be a tough race. He's actually he's pretty popular in Alabama. Um, 
In fact, I think he still lives around the Auburn area. I'm not completely sure about that. Um, Couldn't tell you. Or at least has a house around there. But wouldn't be surprised. He's gonna, yeah, he's gonna be running against. Uh, I think his name is Doug Jones, the guy that run the runoff seat last last election. Um, who's a Democrat? I I'm actually really for Doug Jones. He's pretty moderate in his um, in his politics, which I'm always a fan of. Um, but this is not a political podcast. This is Weisscast. So we're gonna move on to the last article. Which is, oh, it's actually the second to last article. I'm sorry. Uh, Orioles Chris Davis has gone 0 for 47 this year in baseball. So if you know what that means, he's come up to bat 47 times and has not gotten a single hit, which sets a new record for position player in the majors. That's ridiculous. It's kind of brutal. I mean, that's almost that's as bad, maybe worse than the guy that we talked about last week. I don't know. Is it worse to have it? ERA, that's infinity ago, start the season 0 for 47. Uh, he did just get a pretty big contract, I think, a year ago. So, the Orioles might be kind of hitting themselves. Forgive him. I think it was, yeah, he signed a seven-year, $161 million contract uh, last year. And now he is starting the season 0 for 47. Which, the Oriole fans seem to kind of still kind of rallying behind him and supporting him, hoping that he can break his slump. But I think mentally that would just be really hard, knowing that you haven't had a hit in 47 at-bats. You know, I think it's kind of what we were talking about last week, how it's like a mental game. And when when you have the yips, you have the yips, and it's really hard to, to get over them. So yeah. like, it's definitely like it's a it's mental right now, and um, who knows? Maybe that contract extension was like maybe he's like overthinking it or something. I, I have no idea the situation. I'm just speculating as a as a peon over here. But that being said, that's gotta be that's gotta be real tough. Yeah. They play the Athletics tonight um, at home, so maybe he can break it. Uh, tune in to watch the Orioles play if you want to see if he yeah. breaks his own streak. At the time of recording, it's actually uh, a midday record. Uh, we, like I said, I'm on spring break. Jalen had some free time today, uh, so we're, we're recording early. And on to our last article. Out of nowhere, out of nowhere, Magic Johnson resigned as president of the Lakers. Yeah, it. Uh, it was weird. It was kind of questionable timing. I was mm-hmm. watching Stephen A. Smith talk about it today on first take, and he was like, Dwayne Wade playing his last home game, Dirt retired, and then Magic Johnson decides to resign as president of basketball operations at the Lakers um, without telling Jeannie Buss, who is the owner of the Lakers, because they have a pretty good relationship, and he thought he would cry, and she would convince him to stay. But yeah, he kind of out of nowhere had an impromptu uh, press conference and was just like, "Yeah, I'm resigning." But uh, it seemed to do have to have a lot to do with him wanting to just be Magic Johnson and not Magic Johnson, the president of basketball operations for the Lakers. Cause yeah, he felt like he couldn't be who he was and do a lot of stuff. But it was interesting. 
Yeah, it's interesting because, I mean, obviously he was a Lakers player. And one of the greatest Lakers players of all time. And a lot of people, when they think of Magic Johnson, they think of him with the Lakers. Like, Lakers, Magic Johnson, hand in hand, peanut butter and jelly, you know? And it's just crazy that, I mean, I think he did a a good job. I don't know if he retired out of shame or whatever. Um, It's just unfortunate that some of the the last few seasons haven't been so hot for the Lakers. The Lakers aren't the Lakers that we know. Yeah, I think they haven't made the playoffs in six years. Yeah, so that, I mean, that probably has something to do with it. His retirement, his resign, resignation, that's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I am curious to see where he'll end. I would not be surprised if he ends up being an, an on-air personality. He has that kind of charisma. Yeah, he can do that easily. Um Maybe join the TNT team. Um, mm. I think he would fit in right at right. That would be with Shaq and Charles. Uh, if he did that, that would be phenomenal. It would be phenomenal. I I think that team is my favorite, um, like pre-show team in all sports because I I love Charles Barkley. Him and Shaq have some great banter. Shaq is the greatest player of all time. Don't at me. He really is. Like he's he's just such a good guy too. Yeah. Like. Um, I, I don't know. And this is me, a football fan, saying that. Um, I, I I love Fox NFL Sunday. Huge fan. Always will be. But they just don't quite have the charisma that Shaq and Charles Barkley bring. And I don't even know the other two guys, to be honest with you. But uh, <laughs> see, you, can't, you, can't, you can't think of them either. Um, but throwing Magic Johnson in there, that would be a great trio. TNT, if you listen to this... Uh, give me give me some credit for for thinking this and and give me some money because your boy has some student loans to pay off. Um, Kenny Smith, Kenny Smith is on there too. Okay, he's a great and Ernie Johnson. Ah, Ernie. Uh, yeah, my bad. I should have known. Should have known that. <laughs> um, moving on to uh, our monologue blocks. Jacob gave it an other name, but I always forget it. And so I just like to call on my monologue blocks. What's interesting us this week? Um, Jalen, do you want to start or do you want me sure, to Sure, I can. You can start. Go for it. Uh, first of all, I would like to apologize for not saying this last week. Um, but rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. He was senselessly murdered uh, last week outside of his shop. If you don't know who he is, look him up. Uh, rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. Also... The past couple of weeks, I've been watching Friends from College, which is uh, written and starred by uh, Keegan Key. Is that his name? Keegan Key? Keegan-Michael Key. Keegan-Michael His name sounds weird. It is, yeah. But yeah, we talked about Jordan Peele last week, so I was like, hey, he's doing some big things on Netflix. I watched all uh, both seasons that were on Netflix. It's pretty funny. premise of it is uh, you have like six friends that... All went to Harvard together, uh, and this is like 20 years down the road, and they're all moving back to New York. But uh, Key has been married, but also has been having an affair the entire time with one of the friends of the friendship group. It comes out. So it's a pretty interesting show. Kind of vulgar, so I apologize. Don't watch it if you don't like language. Uh, it was almost too much for me sometimes. But, uh, yeah, if you think he's funny, the show is really funny. 
Check it out on Netflix. Next thing, Old Town Road. I know we're usually gonna talk about music on this this podcast. You can play one at the end, but this song is probably my favorite song right now. Uh, so if you don't know Old Town Road, a rapper actually made a song with like some country themes in it, and it was charting on the country billboard and actually made it to 19 and then they pulled it off of the country billboard and said that it didn't have enough uh characteristics to be on the charts so then billy ray cyrus said hold my beer (laughs) and they remixed it and it's even better so do yourself a favor today and go apple music spotify google whatever whatever you use and listen to this song, and I guarantee you that your day will be better. Um, my next thing, this was kind of sad, especially as a Miami Heat fan. But Dwayne Wade played his uh, last home game last night, and Dirk also retired. So the NBA is losing two legends. Uh, I think Definitely Hall of Fame. I about to say I think they both easily make it into the Hall of Fame. Um, and it's kind of sad to see two people that I grew up watching, uh, retiring Dwayne Wade's son gave this really, he like redid a commercial that Dwayne Wade did. I think when he was a rookie or something as his intro for his last game and like my allergies start messing up. Um, <laughs> it was really, really sentimental. Were your eyes sweating? Yeah, I mean, I was like, man, this pollen is attacking me even inside my home. Um, But even if you're not a fan of basketball, it was just really, really heartwarming to see the love and appreciation that both D-Wade and Dirk uh, received. Uh, Mark Cuban, the owner of the Mavericks, who Dirk has played for, I think, his entire career, uh, promised to retire his number and to build him a statue in front of the stadium. Uh, So it's very obvious that both of these guys were were appreciated by their teams, appreciated by the organization, Mm -hmm. and it was really nice to see them both kind of go out um, on top. You could kind of argue that Dirk might even be more appreciated because D-Wade got traded, and then he ended up back at Miami. To fulfill his retirement wishes. But, I mean, D-Wade got traded away. Well, he didn't get traded. He left because they didn't want to pay him. Oh. And, which is almost more disrespectful. Because he has done so much for the organization. for the, So, for them not to want to pay him, I think he kind of called Pat Riley's buff. Bluff is what I think really happened. Yeah. I don't think Pat Riley thought that D-Wade would leave. He was like, well, I'll show you. And went to go play for the Bulls for, I think, three or so seasons. Yeah, and then, of course, went to the Cavs. And then ended up back in Miami. He came back home. To retire. Just just like just like an old dog, you know? Like, old dogs always want to retire in peace. Yeah. Retire in peace. He easily could play for another season or two after watching him this season. But I think he was like... I'm done. This is it. I'd be interested to see what he gets into as well. Like that is true. He well, first of all, he says he's going to therapy because he just knows that after playing for so long, 
um, that it's going to be hard for him psychologically kind of just to transition into not playing basketball. That's smart. That That's probably the first time I've heard that, yeah. honestly, like for any pro sport. Um, but that that's really smart. And for him to be honest and say, hey, I know I need this, it's pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. But and my last thing, and this is really brief, I feel like I talk about sports a lot, but no sports for my life. Sports-ish podcast. Uh, Paul Pierce made the claim that he's better than Dwayne Wade. I just want to let the record show that Dwayne Wade is not. I mean, Paul Pierce is not better than Dwayne Wade. The stats prove it. Uh, the fact that Dwayne Wade is still playing proves it. Yeah. And uh, that's all I have to say about that. I, I agree. Um, Paul Pierce might have been a part of the big three at uh, Boston, but I, I think once – like Dwayne Wade won um, without a big three in Miami back in 06 or 07, one of those. Mm-hmm. And then, um, of course – won again with his big three later when LeBron and uh, Chris Bosh were there. Mm-hmm. I think I think D. Wade's way better than Paul Pierce. Uh, and Paul Pierce tried to make the claim. He was like, if I had Shaq and then if I had Chris Bosh and LeBron, I'll have like five or six rings. Well, you had Ray Allen and Kevin Garnett and you got one. So Yeah, and <laughs> honestly, they should have had more, but they just guess he wasn't that good, Paul. Paul, it's all your fault. <laughs> I mean, Ray Allen and Kevin Garnett have more. So. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to my highlights, um, I saw Sh- Shazam this past weekend. Really? Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, I almost went to see it last night. It's it's funny, man. I it is it is like really funny, and I don't know if you're the kind of guy that when you go to the movies you have to get popcorn, but. I am, and this is, like, a great popcorn movie. Like, I was just, like... Interesting. Just, like, watching and just, like, getting handfuls of popcorn. Just, like, couldn't stop eating the popcorn while wa- watching the movie. It was really funny. Um, uh, the the guy that plays Shazam, uh, Zachary Levi, I was skeptical that he would be good for the character because the character that I've seen in, like, cartoons and stuff mm-hmm. tends to be... I don't know. I'll, I don't. I hesitate to say serious because I don't feel like Shazam's a serious character. But um, I don't know why I ever doubted Zachary Levi. He was great. Uh, the the child actors in the movie were all great. Um, I I loved the guy that played his his foster brother. I forget the kid's name in the movie. I don't even know the actor's name. But he was really good. Uh, I recommend seeing it. Uh, if you if you're into superhero movies, even if you're not into superhero movies, uh, the way I describe it to people is that it's kind of like Thirteen Going on Thirty, hmm. but with a dude and superpowers. <laughs> um, that's the best way to describe it. Uh, also, I recently started playing Bioshock with a friend for the first time. Um, Bioshock is of course like twelve years old. I don't know why I never played it, but um, really into it. I and really trying to only play it with this friend because I said that we would beat it by the end of the semester together. Um, but I really want to play by myself. <laughs> um, but I'm respecting the wishes. And uh, I can't... <laughs> I'm sorry. 
Jalen just made me lose my train of thought by uh, attempting to uh, drink out of his cup by not picking it up. Um, and it was really awkward and funny. My bad. Um, <laughs> the natural transition from Bioshock is keeping with games. Um, Xbox Live and Xbox Game Pass have officially had a baby. Really? Yes. Uh, they are now one service for about 15 bucks a month. Hmm. And it's really combined the price. <laughs> yeah. And, well, actually, it's a $5 discount. If you have both separate separately, now it's one service. Anyways, uh, so now if you have this service, you have access to a bunch of games, and you can play those games online with your friends on your Xbox. And if you're not into Xbox right now, like this is the way to do it. Um, there's actually another service that the name escapes me, um, but you can you can buy an Xbox or lease an Xbox, get both services for like $22 a month. And Whoa. you pay that for two years. You own the Xbox after that. Um, and then you just have to continue paying for Xbox Live and Game Pass. Interesting. Which I think, if you don't have an Xbox, that's the way to do it right now. Yeah. Because um, you are getting a great amount of games. And if you think, think about it this way, if you bought one new game a month, for, I mean, I, I don't even buy a new game a month, but I, I probably buy maybe four or five games a year. Um, you're still saving money. Like, that is ridiculous. And honestly, if I didn't have an Xbox, that's how I would get into it right now. I've been thinking about doing that with the One X, but I can't afford it. <laughs> yeah, I want a PlayStation 4 solely to play the show. If they had a deal like that. Yeah. Too bad they don't, because PlayStation is overrated. Um, there, I said it. Oh! Don't at me. Actually at, actually, at him, I want to see it. At me. Yeah, do it. I dare you. I've played on PlayStation Network. It is not near as good as Xbox Live. Um, sure, most of my friends have Xbox, and I've had Xbox, so I'm biased. Yep, same. But... PlayStation, the only reason you're doing well this year, or this this console generation, is because Xbox had a terrible presentation at E3. There, I said it. Your console's not better. You're boring. On to the next one. Hmm. I watched the entirety of the Umbrella Academy uh, yesterday, and there is ten episodes, and yes, I watched them all. I Like I said, I've been doing nothing um, because it's spring break. A lot of my friends are out of town. My friends who are in town have to work. So, me being a campus minister, my <laughs> job is to be with students. My students are out of town. and Goodbye. So, I have nothing to do over spring break. And I decided yesterday, around 9 a.m., that I was going to start Umbrella Academy. And yes, I did take breaks. Um, I did not sit and watch it all the way through. I think I could have, probably, but I had to get out of the house in order to keep sane a little bit. Um, I was telling Jalen at lunch during the pre-show that I attempted to go on a little mini road trip to Opelika, <laughs> got as far, I almost got to the interstate, and then I decided, nah, I don't want to go. So I, I didn't tell him this, but I ended up just getting lunch somewhere, um... And 
came back home and started watching Umbrella Academy again. Um, what a time. But, yeah, it, it's been great. I've also been taking care of my dad's dogs while he's out of town. And so I'll just hang out with my dogs and watch an episode. Um, it's it it's really good to kind of describe what it's like. Um, it's a little bit like the X-Men. Hmm. Um, but I don't think... X-Men has had as good as a live interpretation as Umbrella Academy. Um, it is pretty funny. Um, and the action is great. The music is phenomenal. Um, I think the high, the biggest name that they have in the show is Ellen Page. Um, she was in like Juno and um, she's in the Inception. Um, she she's phenomenal in the show. Um, they have a couple dudes from like minor characters from Game of Thrones. I don't exactly know their characters, um, but show's really good. I recommend it. If you haven't watched it, check it out. I really need someone to talk to about this show because um, it's it's so good. Um, that's all I have in my block. So that brings us to everybody's favorite section. 20 questions, and I believe Jalen has the, is it a movie? Well, that's, I'm going to give you the option. Okay. Would you like to do an athlete or guess on a movie? The choice is yours. I'm going to go with movie. A movie it is. And then, so you keep count of the questions, and I will ask them. All right. Was this released before January 1st, 2010? Before, no. So after? Yes. That doesn't count as a question, by the way. Yeah. Um, was this released before January 1st, 2015? No. So after. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, wow, that was really hard. <laughs> um, Alright, so after 2015, is this a live action movie? Yes. Is this a comedy? No. Is this an action? No. Drama? Yes. Drama, okay. Um, does this movie star... Um, a, a black actor as the lead? Yes. Okay. Um, black actor as the lead... Is this a sports movie? No. Okay. Black um. You know, question nine. This will be question nine. Okay. Um. Does this is this movie uh, based on a real story? Or a true story? No. No. Okay. Is this a thriller? No. Okay. That was 10. Um, does this movie have, like, are the, all of the main characters black? Yes. Okay. 
Um, it's a drama. This would be question twelve. Yeah. Does this movie take place in Atlanta? Um. No. Rats. Does this movie star Denzel Washington? Yes. Ooh. ooh. Oh! <laughs> is this movie The Fence? Yes, it is Fences. Let's go! Dang it! <laughs> I had to. Ooh, I'm so glad I asked the Atlanta question because I was thinking if the answer was yes, it was probably a Tyler Perry movie. That's a strong possibility. Because I don't know if all of his movies are set in Atlanta, but I know the I think all of the Medea ones are set in Atlanta. Isn't think, that right? I think so. Uh, but those are definitely more comedy. But they they are pretty pretty dramatic too. Like, yeah. But those would definitely be more comedy. Uh. I was like, this will get him. So I guess I owe you two beers now. Yeah, you do. Unless you want to slap me. <laughs> nah. That's right. Jalen is 0-2. Don't worry, Jacob started 0-2 as well. So uh, <laughs> I, sh- I should have just went with my athlete. Yep. You should have. Well, who was your athlete? Marquise Pouncey. <laughs> I would not have Marquise Pouncey. <laughs> Oof. He a center? Yes. For the Pittsburgh Steelers. But he played at Florida with his brother. Maurice. Yeah, man. Well, folks, that's all we have for the show. I, of course, am the undefeated Aaron Weiss, along with Jalen Gardner. Um, once again, find me on Instagram and Twitter at the Weiss is Right. You can find Jalen at Jalen J Gardner. Uh, you can also find Weisscast at Weisscast and um, find us on Patreon.com/slash Weisscast. Uh, your support means the world to us. Uh, we really appreciate every listen and every um, every dollar used to support us. It, it really helps uh, make the podcast happen. Um, we are also on intotheam.com. You can use the discount code WISECAST. If you like cool gear and merch, find stuff there. Uh, I love their hats. I, I used to have, well, no, I used to have more than one, but I gave one to a friend. Um, they're really comfortable. I really want a hoodie from them. And where else can they find? Oh, Weisscast.com, of course. Mm. Check us out on Weisscast.com. Um, if you're on iTunes, leave us a rate um, and, and a uh, review. We'd love to read those on air. Um, we haven't had one in a while, so... I would love to read one on air. That's like a whole, that's literally a whole block in the show that we skip every week. Because every we week. Because we don't have a, a rating. Um, from there, that is all we have for this week. Our song is Super Mario Road, or wait, Super Mario Star Road Chill Trap Beat. Find this guy on SoundCloud, Beats by Naz I'm going to spin the track and we are out of here peace out peace